Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Ask Jermaine. I'm Nikki Willis and I'm Jermaine. And today it's a little bit more serious. Um, it is the start of Black History Month where we celebrate Black excellence, we celebrate Black history, and um, we celebrate, for us, our culture. So um, it's a really important month for us. So we decided to have a different type of Ask Jamin, and we want to talk about racism in real estate. And is racism in real estate still an issue? Let's talk about it. Here we go. Well, before we get started, I want to remind you to hit that subscribe button right down there in the corner. Also hit that bell, that way you are notified every time we upload new content. Babe, mm -hmm. this is gonna be a little deep. Mm -hmm. This isn't gonna be our usual or my usual bubbly self. We can get deep. We can we can, we can. we can get <laughs> deep and we're gonna get deep today. Uh, because we want to talk about um, we want to talk about racism. We're going to talk about um, discrimination in real estate, and um, this is an issue that I mean, if you're watching this, you already know it's still prevalent. So let's get into it. Let's talk about um, how it is prevalent. Let's talk about um, you know how this thing happens, and let's talk about some ways to remedy and how we as a whole um of america can remedy this thing all right so so let's start uh let's start with some facts because i know maybe if you're watching this you might be saying well this is opinionated or um you know there's no facts behind this but let's start with some facts so we can kind of lay a good foundation all right, let's do it. So the first thing that you need to know is that discrimination was actually outlawed in 1968. Um, it's called the Fair Housing Act. So it hasn't even been even 100 years um, that discrimination has been outlawed here in the United States. Um, um, as real estate professionals, we are taught all the laws and we are taught the Housing Fair Act. And um, that is where we learn all the things that you can do um, that can be discriminatory. So just so that you guys know, um, discrimination was outlawed in 1968 and it's called the Fair Housing Act. Um, another thing is that I didn't know this, but um, as we were doing our research and looking this up, is that, um, there are still some old deeds out there that actually say that African Americans can't own that a particular property. So there are actual deeds out there that are still, um, if they haven't been sold recently, if they um, were purchased, um, you know, prior, obviously prior to 1968, um, maybe you know it might be a deed that's just been passed on in the family, et cetera, et cetera. Guys, that's still out there right now. Yeah, um, I actually had a closing, not here, but mm -hmm. in Ohio, to where the title company had to redo the deed because yeah. the property was like a one owner. So mm -hmm. it hadn't been sold since 1968. Actually, yeah. on the deed, 
they had to switch the deed on there. In addition to it, it's saying that you couldn't sell the property to African-American. It spelled out the whole two thirds of the um, human, human thing. It was like wow. terrible. So it's not as much here because this is a newer city, but yeah. especially the South, the Midwest, and yeah. places where housing is a little bit older. If you had a property as one owner or it's been in a family and hasn't been sold, um, yeah, you can actually see it on the deed. So it makes it uh, makes it a lot more real when you see it like in person. <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um, another thing um, is redlining. Now, if you have never heard about redlining, it's actually the, the process where um, people who would otherwise be approved for financing or approved for a loan actually get denied because they live in a certain part of the city or a certain neighborhood. So that is called redlining. Redlining is also illegal. Um, and it obviously is also unethical, but it is illegal. Um, so um, what had come about with redlining were that, um, you know, people in, um, you know, maybe lower income areas would go and say, hey, I'm, I'm ready to buy a house. I have the right credit score. I have the income, et cetera, et cetera. They would go to get approved to purchase a home in a certain area and their loan would get denied. Mm -hmm. So um, that is that is called redlining and that is also illegal. So I just want to lay those foundations, um, those that, that base ground for you guys to really understand um, what has been put in place in terms of race and um, racial discrimination. I wanna be very clear, we're talking about race and racial discrimination. Um, there are things in place um, when it comes to um, disability uh, discrimination, um, uh, gender, um, family. family, religion, uh, <clears throat> marital status, all of that. There, there are many things that um, have been put in place for, um, for other, um, diversities but in this particular episode we are talking about racism so um that that fair housing act and then the redlining um are two two of them that really um directly affect racism all right so um so let's talk about it is racism in real estate still an issue so we already know that yeah yes it is um, have we experienced it? Yes. And, um, do we know many stories? Yes. And I want you guys to stay tuned so that you can hear more of these, um, these stories that we're going to share with you again, y'all. It's not all to me, but this is something serious. And I hope that during this episode, we can educate you and, um, also help inform you guys on what happens out there and how to protect yourself and even how to protect your clients, etc. All right, so let's yeah. keep going. So yeah, racism is still an issue in real estate. Yeah. It, it is, but it's gotten, of course, much better. Yeah. Um, it's gotten much better. I think that we've just uh, evolved and progressed as a, <laughs> uh, I want to say a generation, but just as a, a culture, like our, uh, the, 
things are changing. You know, yeah. we had uh, our first African American president, and things are a lot more progressive. Period. Um, but the main thing was, you know, the laws that have been put in place because it was legal parameters to um, carry out the the blatant like racism. So yeah. now that those are away, you got rid of the legal thing. Okay, it's not um, you know legal to discriminate anymore. But then you have the underhanded or things that you don't see. Um, and that's some of the things that we still have to deal with today. Um, today, yeah. today. So, um, one of the things that we still have to deal with, and one of the reasons why we are realtors and we um, do a lot to make ourselves available, we try to help a lot, is the lack of representation. Absolutely. Um, so, the lack of representation. So, if you look at any board, at any board of realtors, and look at the amount of, um, right now we're just talking about African-Americans. Like if you look at the percentage of African-Americans, it's just a low amount compared to other races. Yeah. Um, so there's a lack of representation of people of color um, in the real estate industry, um, period. Um, and so that's one of the things that I feel like that we do um, our part in, in, in showing the representation because you know you don't have to always work with the same race or the same kind or something like that but if you have somebody that you can relate to yeah you know it helps out a whole lot you know and if for those who want to support um you know the african-american co um, community and entrepreneurs and things like that here's your chance yeah <laughs> we're you know we're right we're one of many but um, you know, we're right here. So the major thing is just the lack of representation. Um, and that goes from realtors to um, loan officers to, you know, the whole real estate property industry. Property managers. Yeah, property managers. Yeah. Um, things like that. It's still to this day, and I'm a property manager, so I know firsthand, it is so easy to discriminate against somebody in lending on the renting side oh yeah oh no not get, properties yeah. being rented oh the application yeah is and and <clears throat> and not get caught for it absolutely i mean let's let's call a thing a thing um you know if if someone is you know if you want someone to drop off you know their application mm -hmm. you're seeing who they are you're seeing them face to face so you don't get that that veil if you will if someone were to you know just apply online where you just you know, looking at directly at credit scores and income and things like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and then not it's it's the like you said, it's the underhanded things that sorry, frustrate me. Um and just it it makes me want to have conversations like this to help people understand, you know, that you know, you even you know, saying, oh, well, it's already rented out when it's not is a form of discrimination. Absolutely. It's a form of discrimination. Mm -hmm. um, and we as a collective, we have to stop doing that. And we have to call people out. We have to call people on the carpet for it. And we have to say that this is unacceptable. Absolutely. Unacceptable. Um, keep going, babe. I'm sorry. So, I mean, no, it's fine. Um, so, for me, it's like this is one of the things that does, don't have anything to do. I mean, I love real estate, but yeah. it doesn't have anything to do with money. The fact that 
I'm in a position to give somebody who is qualified a fair chance at renting yeah. a house or renting an apartment or renting a townhouse. Right. That alone is one of the reasons why I do it, why we do this. Especially you purchasing a house too. You find somebody that's qualified, has mm -hmm. a good credit score, should get a mortgage. They deserve to get they in the house it. just as much as anybody else. It's Absolutely. not about you earned it. It's not about oh the hookup because this is my people or anything like that. Yeah. A person that's qualified and deserves to either rent or buy a home or sell a home for that part yeah is able to without the extra challenge or the extra hurdle of being discriminated against yeah that's one of the reasons why we do it and that's one of the joys that i get of being a realtor a property manager and, and an investor for that part yeah i think also too when you're talking about uh, lack of representation i've i've said this before in many conversations that um you know being being black or being being african-american or being black is not about a color right, right. we are a culture mm -hmm. and as a culture we come with different nuances with different experiences um, that have shaped who we are as a culture and um when people don't want to understand a culture it it creates so many issues um you know if, if if you're if you are a part of the african-american community please i want you to go ahead and comment but um you know when it comes to money right with the african-american community um you know a lot of people we, we've grown up in in you know, different environments that say, you know, you know, you didn't talk about money in the household, mm -hmm. right? Or, um, you know, maybe you paid your bills and, and that was it. And all you were taught was, you know, to have a savings. But, you know, were you taught about, um, you know, building wealth through real estate? Like some of that for, for many of our households is, you know, we're, this is first generation, you know, yeah. building wealth through real estate and things like that. And so if you think about, you know, first generation, um, you know, being the first person in your in your family to actually purchase a home and all of the, um, you know, the overwhelming, like, you know, knowledge that you have to have in order to do that, it can be very, very intimidating. And it can be, you know, almost to a point where, you know, you don't even want to do it. You know, mm -hmm. I, you know, we have conversations where, like, where people say, just rent because um, they easy. just rent. Yeah. yeah. And, and that no one has taken the time to explain it. Mm -hmm. No one has taken the time to explain it to me. So, um, you talk about lack of representation. This is also why it's so important for us to, to, and why it's, why it's, um, so important for us to do what we do and, um, why we're so passionate about it because, you know, for some of us, this is a generational thing. We're breaking generational curses when you're talking about, you know, purchasing a home for the first time in generations for a family. Um, you know, where you're talking about, um, you know, someone buying their first um, investment property, mm -hmm. right? That right. is going, that they are going to be able to pass along to their children or they're going to use this to, you know, um, pay for their child's college. I mean, it's huge. It's huge. And we, you know, because we're in the, the African-American community, I feel um, a sense of, of ownership with that. 
in saying, you know what, like, you know, you know, that's why we need to have seminars. That's why, you mm -hmm. know, we are, you know, write books and do articles and all the things to help educate and not just our community, but educate those around us who are not familiar with the African-American community who, you know, you might call it, you know, you might call it one thing, but we'll call it something else because we know what we've come, where we've come from. Mm -hmm. So that's another little rant, but it's very, very important to have representation in this industry. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's from everything from realtors to loan officers yes. to, you know, even when you're going to think about purchasing new construction and mm -hmm. you have a builder rep that, yeah. you know, that you work with, um, it just helps. It's just like looking at a, a crayon box. If you see all gray and, and blue crayons, yeah. there's no diversity, you know, there. So yeah. um, it's really important. So the second thing is not only is racism in real estate still an issue on the consumer side, mm -hmm. it's actually an issue on the professional side. So what I mean by that, even re realtors such as us face discrimination, uh, racism in our industry. Yep. Um, for me, I've been in real estate for over 20 years, and I can remember, you know, I have so many stories of hints of racism, hints of discrimination that yeah. I've had to deal with just me personally in my career. And I'm not, um, I haven't been in real estate as long as a lot of people have been in real estate. And those who were in real estate before us, yeah. I can't imagine the things that they had to go through. But just an example is, you know, when I buy an investment property, um, it's not blatant racism, but it's like when I come to a closing, they're like, where's, where's the buyer? The, yeah, they want to know where the buyer is. <laughs> and there's like, where's the agent? And I'm like, it's me. And well, it's me. <laughs> you know, it's like they're mm -hmm. shocked that I'm the agent and I'm the the buyer or, mm -hmm. you know, an investment in. And it's like, that's not preventing something, but it's like, it's almost like an underhanded, like, Oh, it's a backhanded, a, a backhanded thing. Like, yeah. oh, I'm shocked that you have knowledge to, you know, do this transaction. Yeah. Or, or, or and then you get some, like, like then you get the the questions, the qualifying and the clarifying questions that they're trying to make it make sense in their own head. Yeah. That you know, my husband and I are sitting at the table signing these these papers for an investment property. They're trying to make make it make sense, mm -hmm. right? It's because it's unbelievable for them, and that's. Call a spade a spade. Right. Yeah. Call a spade a spade. Um, the the let's 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 keep talking about. Yeah. It. So another thing is, um, and just to be a hundred percent, you know, honest and candid, one of the reasons, other than I love this city and this is a place where I always wanted to move, mm -hmm. one of the reasons that we relocated here was it's less racism. You know, it's more diversity here. Las Vegas is a place that people come from somewhere else and they move here. So yeah. you have a lot of different races, a lot yeah, it's of more different liberal nationalities. Here. There's a lot more it's liberal more, yeah. versus the South and the Midwest is still not as progressive. You know, it's still 
good you see the good old boy things um go on so one of the examples is not only are you trying to help your client who may be black or african american or minority so when you submit a contract um even like you know back in the day when you submit a contract a lot of times you could face more scrutiny on your contract so you're representing a buyer trying to get a contract accepted and a lot of the underhanded racism is your contract being looked at with more scrutiny than someone else that's not black or not mm -hmm. a minority. Like, oh, you don't know what you're doing or is your buyer qualified or mm -hmm. did you write the contract correctly? Um, those are things that we still have to deal with, you know, in this industry and this day of age. I haven't had it, you know, lately, but not you know 10 years ago that's something i still had to deal with you know in this industry of um you know scrutiny or do you know what you're doing or did you write this contract right and things like that and that affects Absolutely. your performance of the buyer of whatever race that you represent mm -hmm. you know so that's definitely something that's still um you know a challenge and issue that we face today absolutely um technology yeah technology has um i mean it, it's a blessing and a curse um if you think about you know those who like have rings you know the the little doorbell ring or mm -hmm. you know those that just have cameras in their home um when you go and do a showing and they're able to see every single buyer that comes you know that comes through or that comes in um and they're able to pass judgment on every single buyer uh, that comes through their home. Um, you know, unfortunately, that is real. Mm -hmm. It's real. And so what we're using this platform to do is to call people on the carpet on it and say, stop doing it. Stop doing it. Um, you, you have to know if the Willis team brings a buyer, they are more than qualified we have done our due diligence and we are professionals. And, you know, we, we cannot assume that somebody is more or less professional because of the color of their skin or that someone is more or less qualified because of the color of their skin. We have to stop. We have to stop doing that, um, you know, and, and give people a fair shot. Right. If we are supposed to look at a, a contract for what it is, then judge the contract for what it is and hold every contract to that same ruler, to that same, you know, rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if, you know, and I'm veering off of race, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter if the person's married or not, if they have children or not, you know, if they're disabled or not. Look at the contract for what it is. And if it's great terms, awesome, wonderful. If it's not great terms, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But to base anything off of someone's external appearance is discrimination. Yeah, and we gotta we gotta stop. Unfortunately, technology can be used to uh, enable uh, the underhanded racism like that. And it's not just technology; it could be nosy neighbors. Yes, you know, nosy neighbors. You know, Remember. Remember the, the article, or it wasn't even an article, it was a full-fledged video that came out of mm. the real estate agent who, it was a black man, um, showing his client, another black man, a home in a suburban area. 
And so I'm, you know, he had, had the combination to the lockbox, did all the things, you know, you go in and this is, you know, what he and I both do. We have the combination of the lockbox, lock we go in, we show the client, you know, we're there maybe 15 minutes. If they really like it, we might be there a little bit longer, but you know, we're showing the ins and out of the home. They come out of the home and they are met with guns in their faces mm -hmm. because someone, um, some neighbor has called and said that there is a home invasion, knowing that this home was on the market. Right. And so, you know, what happened in the rest of the video was, you know, the, the client was clearly upset. Of course, he didn't want the house, obviously, um, because who wants to live next to those types of neighbors, right? right? right yeah. um, but, you know, it was tra it's traumatizing. Yeah, you know, we it's talk about, we joke about the word triggering, but, you know, no, it's, it's triggering. triggering and traumatizing. You mm -hmm. just imagine the stress of your, you know, when you're showing a house to a buyer or you're just working, period. You're yeah. being professional. This is sales. You have to point out the features in the home and things like that. When you have to deal with something like that, it just throws it, you off. It of ruins your whole entire day. Yeah. And, you know, it's traumatizing for the buyer and it's embarrassing, it's too. Embarrassing. You know what I mean? And it's like, I think that's a lot of the things that, you know, even with this matter and other matters is we don't, we're not mindful of the differences of each other and what we have to deal with mm. you know i think that uh an agent or a colleague would be like well you didn't do anything wrong you should be okay mm. but if that doesn't happen to you or has never happened to you it's a difference yeah you know and and to be honest there's there's nothing to say that that exact same situation won't happen again yeah um, and so that's, that's what we deal with, you yeah. know, and that just happened last, that was 2021. That was very recent. Yeah, like the end of, towards the end of 2021. So that was recent. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, again, guys, like we don't want this to be doom and gloom, but you know, we have to face reality and, um, what it is and by facing reality, we know that there's some things that we can work on. Yeah. So to all of our people that are in the industry, you know, m make sure that one, you're, that you are not doing anything illegal, but also those underhanded, backhanded things. Let's stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's, you know, judge contracts the way they're supposed to be judged and, you know, help people, um, you know, help people that are that have earned the right to purchase let's help them right. let's help them let's make sure that they see all of their options not just the ones that you think would fit right let's make sure that you know we're not steering people i mean all yeah, the things the definition of steering. That, that is, that is the <laughs> definition of steering yes um but um yeah let's let's make sure that we are doing our best to help everyone that has that has worked hard, their hard-earned money, right? To to own, to um, you know, those who want to build wealth in real estate. Let's make sure that we're not hindering um, those that that want to build wealth here, especially in America. Um, now, those of you who are on the consumer side, um, we want to give you a resource to help you if, in fact 
you feel that you have been a victim of discrimination. Mm -hmm. So um, what we want you to do is that you can file a complaint with your local uh, real estate division. Um, we will leave that link below um, for Nevada. Um, but you can also file a complaint with HUD. And babe, do you wanna explain how all that, how they can do that? Yeah, so HUD is uh, on a federal level. Mm -hmm. um, they basically oversee um, lending, housing, laws, those laws that were put into place. A lot of times HUD is the person that enforces those. So to file a complaint, the best thing you can do is go to hood.gov and you can file a complaint via phone. Um, we're going to put a link in the video with the number to where you can call and file a complaint. You can submit a claim by email. And you also, if you want to use good old snail mail, you can actually mail a complaint too. But the easiest thing to do is to go to hood.gov. You can email a complaint in and you can actually um, pick up the phone and call and talk to somebody about your um your complaint and your issue. Um, they have a, a lot of resources on hood.gov too that deals with discrimination and different things that you can do. Yeah. Unfortunately, racism and discrimination is something that is is still real mm -hmm. and still goes on, but these are things in place that we can do to um, combat it and to continue to move forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, we thank you guys so much for joining us. This was a little bit serious. Next week, we will be talking about this similar topic, but on the seller's side. That's right. Um, it definitely happens on the listing side as well. So we want to talk about that and some ways to remedy that as well. So definitely stay tuned. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and hit that bell and we will let you know every time that we upload new content. But in the meantime, you guys take care, be safe, take care of each other, and we will see you guys next time. Bye.